What you been doing for your hair during quarantine, B? Uh, so crazy shit. Um, I'm cutting my own hair, oh. and I think I'm gonna give up. So I, for the <laughs> longest, and that's actually the benefit of uh the quarantine, is that I had clippers for years. I had clippers back in college, but I was never bold enough to cut my hair because I'm like, damn, if I zeke this shit, like, uh, what am I gonna do? Like. Now with coronavirus, people were so focused on not getting sick. They're not really checking out your hair. So I messed up a couple of times. One time I did everything the same level and I realized, oh, <laughs> I'm lighter in some areas than others. So I, I kind of fixed that up. And then with my um, facial hair, I just decided one day to shave all that shit off. And I would never do that if I didn't have a mask on. How did Mrs. Um, so I've been, did she feel about that? She hated it. So she she swears up and down that like there's something... Uh, like creepy about pedophilic <laughs> like that's the word she used about uh uh an older and like an adult male with no hair on their face so um she was disgusted uh, to put it in so many words but my hair grows back quick so you know a week later we're, we're back in business but i did it again right afterwards just to spite her because we had an argument about something and i was trying to be i was trying to be uh difficult but it's it's back again so um shout out to can we pause you got uh, back at your wife by shaving your facial hair because you know she doesn't it, like it was more to buck her in a funny way. That is petty. <laughs> it is so petty. What else are we supposed to do? Like, what, what else do you do during quarantine? There's not much entertainment. Um, but yeah, we did that. Um, I got to practice my hair uh, cuts. My problem, though, was my line. And a haircut is nothing without a lineup. So um, I still haven't gotten to the point where I'm confident about making those uh, have, edges extra a, sharp. You have a straight blade? So that's, I am, is this bias? Is this stereotypical? That's some Dominican shit. Cause all my Dominican friends would take their um, blades during school and they would take like the little short ones and just line their shit up. And I was always so impressed, but I could never take a blade to my skin. So I fuck with straight razors and you can't get a clean line with the straight razors. Then I got the uh, clippers and I'm lining up my shit, but um, only with, with one mirror, you you can't get that accuracy. You gotta get get the handheld mirror. You got to have the mirrors. Oh, dog. I've been cutting my hair for 20 years. So I, I, you should... I, I'm aware. Uh, wow. <laughs> nah, nah, wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, your lines are sharp. But I want, I want, I like the thing about um, going to a barbershop is like that precise, like a, that Nas type, you know, yeah. lineup. I and it, that's hard to do by yourself. I you I, can I, get a lineup. You can like edge out some borders and shit, but to get that preciseness. I, I, I kind of gave up on the preciseness unless like I know I'm trying to like impress somebody or like go on a date mm-hmm. that's like, I care because um, I'm just like, I I don't got it hanging over the ears. All right, we good. <laughs> it's like, it's not exactly. Cool. Why do you think people pay so much for lineups? Like a haircut is however many dollars and a, a lineup can be only like sometimes $5 cheaper than that. Like the lineup is the haircut. You could have like a fucked up shit on top of your head. You could have ball patches everywhere, but you got that lineup and it, it, it changes the game. So um, yeah, I'm going to practice on my kid. That'll be my... <laughs> It's true. Even him, I cut it down low and I didn't touch the line because I respect him too much. But um, I need to practice. So I might have to practice on the set. It might be my uh, sacrifice. But I will get it one day. Um, when this comes back, <laughs> when coronavirus comes back next fucking year, I'll, uh, I'll try again. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK.
forgot how to do this, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. A lot of, how long has it been? Five five months today, actually. It was pre it was pre jam. It was pre COVID. It was pre pre, pre our lives mattering. Got um, it. Got it. Yeah. Oh, actually, um, Jam's birthday, well, five month birthday is today. So it's five months plus whatever <laughs> before that. That puts us at March. And I think we stopped in like February. Yeah. I think it was like the beginning of March. Yeah. You know, we just we just needed a break because we knew it was coming. <laughs> Negro, when black Negro. people break, we break. But <laughs> that shit from uh, Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> Negro Damas over here, microaggressive, saw the future. <laughs> We're like, we gonna need some time to process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't want this. They didn't want the hot takes while all this shit was happening. Cause, they, uh, they weren't ready. It was. It was that hot fire, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, hot fire. Um, congratulations that your life matters. Appreciate it. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. This just in: water is wet. <laughs> Indeed. So are we? Are we gonna? Are we gonna talk about this? Because I, I kind of want to. Like, if it comes up organically, we'll talk Maybe. about it. But I don't even. Uh, I don't, I don't even know. Like the the, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter podcast. I was gonna say I don't even know what the, this is because there's so much that is in that. For real. That's <laughs> uh, let's true. talk about let's talk about the 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 good stuff. So the real reason we have not done this in forever is because somebody uh, had a baby. <clears throat> Indeed, that's, uh, that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> that's what some so. of us do. Some <laughs> of us do not do it. Well, we're uh, we're done. Just so you know, <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's a topic that should come up actually but uh let's talk about let's talk about jam so we got little j and jam for those uh keeping track of the uh <laughs> the names at home <laughs> how is jam doing jam is doing uh great um so what happened was uh she was born early march and literally the next week after she was born um hospital shut down and then we got the announcement that the quarantine started so she's definitely a quarantine baby um she was in the house you know vitamin d deficient for many a month but um she's doing well she's uh rolling over now talking her brother taught her how to scream at the highest pitch as possible so she finds that super amusing so they just scream back and forth to each other and we we get to listen to it and i'm, I'm sure your neighbor paranoid. i'm sure your neighbors love you <laughs> they love the stopping too they like the uh the duet that's what they like but yeah, it's uh, it's it's going well. Um, everybody's good. Everybody's happy. Um, luckily, we were still able to work, so you know, income's coming in, money's coming in. So I have no complaints uh, right now. So I can't complain. And seeing How, that you you don't like people, you had a great excuse not to be around any human beings. I had a super great excuse. So first off, um, I would get on the trains in New York City during rush hour, and they were empty, and I would be the only one on the car. And I have video to prove that. Um, that was excellent. It makes me think of these Twilight Zone episodes where uh, there was one episode in particular where this guy, I think he was sick of everybody and he wished they would all just disappear and they disappeared. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> so it was great being on the trains. It was me, the train conductors, the toll clerks, and that's it. Walking through the streets, it was empty. I had the uh, mask on, so I didn't necessarily have to talk because it's like, oh, I'm saving my breath because, you know, Corona, I got to keep my I mask on. Breathe. That's why I'm not exactly. wearing a mask because I can't that breathe. That's that freedom. It comes back. It comes back. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the mask gives me like a shield 
that I appreciate. Um, and uh, I liked it. It was cool. I'll never have that experience again. I, I realize that now, especially in New York City. You know, you should do, you should do a mask, sunglasses, and noise cleaning headphones. It's like you're mm-hmm. invisible. That is true. It's like you're invisible. I should charge my headphones up, though. Now I should talk about that. <laughs> They're right over here, too. I, I will do the headphones tomorrow. What'd you do? How was your... Uh, <laughs> you know. How was your quarantine in uh, SF? Uh, it was crazy. So we... My office... We shut down. We made the call to shut down like a week or uh, it was a, I remember it was a Tuesday night or Wednesday night. I was on a date mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got like this text from my boss or Slack. And so I was like, I think we're going to shut down tomorrow. So I'm like, uh, gin and tonic. I got to go outside <laughs> for a minute. Uh, you stay right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was crazy, man. Like we shut down. We made the decision to shut down. We told people you have like four hours tomorrow to come in and get your shit. <laughs> like, because um, it was just like I don't. It's it's weird to I can't even remember what the mindset was. Um, but then San Francisco was one of the first cities to shut down. So then the city shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, shout out to your mayor. It's your mayor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she yeah. called it early. Yeah. She called it early, and she's also been calling out liberal white people, which is just... Can't be mad at that. That so. hurts. <laughs> just uh, warms my heart. <laughs> she's like, how are these liberal white people in San Francisco coming up to me telling me what the black people in San Francisco need? <laughs> like, preach, girl. Preach. True. Shout uh, out. Yeah. Uh, another topic that we won't have to get into unless it comes up organically is uh, 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 the topic of good white people. Um who make up most of our listening audience. Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> continue to support its reparations. Um, nah, it was, it was wild, right? And it's, I, I'm going to be real. Like, I took it pretty seriously. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you didn't know what it was, right? Like, it's like, oh, literally, you can get it from bre- someone breathing on you. And like, remember they was like, yo, it's on cardboard. Put your fucking... Amazon boxes outside and yeah, like, right. what? Like, I do. We did that shit. It made no sense. <laughs> I did not do that shit. I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, no, but I, I think for me, you know, make it half serious for a minute. You know, they're talking about like breathing tubes and ventilators and ICUs and like I just went through that shit last year, right? So like mm-hmm. this shit wasn't abstract to me. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I know yeah. how fucked yeah. up that was. Yeah. Um and, you know, I had a few people in my life who are immunocompromised and I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I don't want to hurt anybody or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, I, it, at first it was like, yeah, we're going to shut down the office for like three weeks. And then my shit was like, okay, for like a month. And then it's like, and somebody's like, yo, this shit is not ending. So I went from not having any desk in my apartment to having two. Wow. Um, I got like this expensive ass ergonomic chair because, mm-hmm. you know, it got us keep the scoliosis away um but yeah man it's like i like my apartment i did not sign up for 24 7 though like i am sick of this place i like i, f- I feel very appreciative yeah but like <laughs> it's like work and life are 15 feet away so so yes. i'm 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 essentially a hermit and you you knew that uh from the get-go so really my life did not <laughs> didn't change much like i still got my deliveries i uh went outside for work um, 
you know, nothing changed. See, you could go outside for work. You have to for work. Like I, like I wouldn't mind it. Like I actually don't need to go in the office five days a week. Like I don't need the like hallway chit chat, whatever. Yeah. In fact, like when we go back, like even if you work in the office, you're not going to have to go five days a week. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Give me like three days in office, mm-hmm. maybe four days in the office, and then one day I'm at home, different space, get more work done, etc. But it's also like, you know, during no- the normal times, when you finish work, you could like go do something. Here it's like you finish work, you're like, okay, let's go walk the dog and uh, come right back. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's a different perspective. You're right. It's uh, it was strange. It was unique. Um, I think we'll you know talk about it when we're seventy or eighty uh, down the road. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Uh. Like our life expectancy is seventy two point two. Let's be real. We'll talk for we'll talk about it for two years. And uh, what was this? This was like our our war, yo. This was our our Vietnam, yeah. We all yeah. experienced it. And this was our halftime show. We are at halftime, give or take, because I'm not giving our age uh, of our lives. <laughs> uh, this was our this was our fucked up halftime show. But it was memorable, and I, I think it was cool. It like it touched everybody, and I think I mentioned this to you before. But it was the most connected I felt with people in the world because i was like oh we're all growing through right now the same shit we have the same uh perspective and understanding and that was cool and it was <laughs> humbling for like, and for four days bro exactly because that's the thing i remember talking to you and i'm like oh see so do you feel that too you're like uh, uh. <laughs> you know it's fucked up when you were the more, hope, more hopeful I one know, of man. the two of us i know i was scared too <laughs> <laughs> but we still here yeah uh, yeah, it was like everyone was scared for half a minute, and then as soon as people was like realized like the coast was kind of clear, they're like, "Fuck y'all, I'm not doing this." Blah blah blah. It's just like, "Yo, come on, B, come yeah, on." Exactly. I, I think people held out for as long as they held out longer than I expected. But even now, like it's it's annoying seeing people walk around with like the masks. You know, like <laughs> blow their nose. Their nose. <laughs> or like, they take know. off the mask to scratch their nose and pick their teeth and then put it back on. Like it's or do their makeup. Uh it's just <laughs> But yeah, some I, people, I, you know, darn awards. Yeah. You know how I feel about po- the overpopulation of our planet. So Yeah. You know, this is And a, that's the thing. People saw it as like a menace and everything, but it's like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you might just benefit <laughs> if you make it through. Like it might work out well for you. Yeah, you know how I remember like the killer bees was dying a few years ago? Mm. Maybe it was just like <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> this is our time. Yeah. Um I know this will this will come back and haunt me whenever I run for office. Mm. Um, but there are many text messages that uh I sent to you that said hashtag team COVID mm. um, because I got really sick of human beings. Um <laughs> however, um I don't want anyone to go through the horrible, horrible shit that uh, people went through when they got this disease because it's it's crazy. Somebody was like, "Yo, are you afraid to get it? Are you afraid you're gonna be one of those people that gets it really bad?" I'm like, "How the fuck am I supposed to know?" Yeah, <laughs> like, it's well, crazy. Well, it's crazy. Fire <laughs> because uh, a couple of people had it, and uh, you know, we all got tested and no symptoms. Like I, I was around them the entire time; they had no symptoms at all. Um, it's it's when you realize that those people then want to go and see like their mom for the weekend and oh i can't go because i'm asymptomatic but i have it but i can't hug my mom i can't see my mom i can't see my dad because they might catch it uh my mom my uh grandmother and my sister live in the same building 
Uh, sister's had asthma all her life. Mom uh, has like heart stuff going on. Grandmother's, you know, 80 plus years old. And I was just thinking, wow, if I had this, like I would be denied even being able to visit them or talk to them outside of Zoom. And, and Zoom fucking sucks. I know we, I know during <laughs> quarantine, we tried to like big up Zoom, but come on, Zoom, man. Like oh, yeah. put a little more, yeah. more money. If this, ha- if this shit happened like 15 years ago, we'd be on like AIM, like, <laughs> like come on. Excellent. <laughs> um icq um yeah I, I this was i also had those moments like when it was first happening and people were like oh this is so hard and um because everyone who annoys me sounds like that in my head um i i, I had a little moment of like uppityness i'm like oh oh it's really hard you can't see the people you want to see uh neither can i my mother died <laughs> i was like yo i'm gonna pull that i'm gonna pull the dead mother card as long as i could um <laughs> But no, I mean, like, I get it. Like, we all go through ups and downs with this. Like, this is bad for everybody's mental health. And I hope, if nothing else, it's like, we all have mental health. Everything you just went through is mental health. Like, mm-hmm. the good days and the bad days. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, man, the selfishness and, like, this is the perfect game theory. Or not game theory or whatever. Um, uh, whatever. I can't be smart right now. But it's like what's good for society versus good for the individual and it's like oh y'all some selfish motherfuckers yeah man like the really selfish people it it it, it came out oh um but then what happened was you know the whole black lives matter thing happened too and then people outed themselves and i yeah. think trigger that warning. was the trigger warning you got two <laughs> two smart black men about to talk about race if you can't handle some realness tune out but that was the most beautiful thing. It's like um like whack-a-mole. Like they can't not pop up and call attention to themselves and they just got smashed. So like all these people came out and it was a combination of being told what to do by the government and you know, Trump and then the Black Lives Matter movement and everything. But like they were they were lining themselves up, putting the targets on their back and, you know, losing job opportunities and and, and businesses. And it was just like it was a delight. Um I enjoyed myself. <laughs> over this uh this time watching these people get doxxed and like uh, there were a lot of dumb people but it, it was fun it was yeah fun. It, it was our version of make america great again um it was back when racists just showed just told you they were racist exactly <laughs> I didn't have to guess. exactly <laughs> like, oh thank you <laughs> yeah just let me know i'd appreciate the racist that is actively racist and openly racist as opposed to the one who thinks we're cool and then talk shit about me behind my yeah. back so you you see how much extra work we have to go through as black people just just do us a solid and just let us know you're racist yeah. so we don't have to exactly. do all that thinking exactly. yeah we have so much running to do it's tiring <laughs> <laughs> we have so many banks to go to if we want to get a mortgage it's tiring <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh yeah, I'm gonna hold off on the anger. Um, yeah, it, it'll seep through. It'll let it let it come gradually. Oh man, I the past five months have been a a um a, a <laughs> reiteration of disappointment in leadership. Mm. Like mm. from the top on down, from like the fucking joke of a president to like those fucking pastors that were holding services. <laughs> against like fucking law holding like, services there were some who were charging like doubly amount for covid testing at one point like it was a whole bunch of shit um I, yeah like even i'm gonna call out leadership at my job mm-hmm. like uh, you know it's just kind of like yo who the fuck do you have to look to and then you know you're trying to you're trying to be the good person that like follows the rules mm-hmm. um and then 
everyone's like, yo, every man for themselves, everybody figure this out. I'm like, that's part of the problem, man. Yeah, yeah. That's part of this American bullshit is like, yo, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. It's all good. It's like, no, like you, we all have to kind of buy into a system. And when some motherfuckers want to break from it, you know, other people suffer. So that's true. Yeah, man. Um, you know, let's, let's talk about dating during COVID. Ooh. Oh, no, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> But I, yeah. I heard people were still like, you know, getting shit done during uh, COVID testing because it was it's again, younger people have a different mentality of this uh, situation than the older people. Oh, some some real YOLO out there. But this is I mean, I, I, I like to pride myself on being a good communicator about, you know, uh, STIs, relationship status, et cetera. Now I got to communicate about fucking <laughs> when I went to the supermarket. <laughs> it's like, come on, B, this is too this is. This is extra work for me, and I, I feel like I've already put in the work. Um, no, nah, man, it definitely has made me thought. Like, what what does what does an open relationship or non monogamy mean in a time where uh, <laughs> you really kind of got to know your whereabouts and the whereabouts of everybody else? Um, it's kind of like, yeah, is this gonna force some version of like? I was like, maybe it's like is like a mini monogamy is like all right for like three weeks. This is it. <laughs> like you want it. We are in this. And then at three weeks we both have the option value of saying, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Shout out to COVID as a uh, a marriage counselor too. You heard about so many people um getting divorced or deciding they don't want to be with their mate because they're locked into the same apartment or building or home with them for an extended amount of time. Um it's crazy how much this thing affected like every aspect of your day, your yeah, life. Shout out, shout out to Black Lives Matter for uh, revealing that some interracial couples have never talked about race. You saw that shit Eve was talking about, like her and her husband. Oh, oh yeah, I'm just like, this idiot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the thing: we we as a society are not good at having mm-hmm. deep conversations about money, sex, race, religion, politics, right? So, yeah. But you think you, that would come up in the course you, of a? Uh, that might come up, <laughs> but you also you realize. Like how many people get divorced when they realize, mm-hmm. like, oh, you have different spending habits. <laughs> we never talked about money. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, this has been some. I was the the good part about all of this is that it made it okay to be extremely judgy of everybody. Oh yeah, that was like, oh oh, you 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 go you go to that supermarket without a mask. Mm, mm, yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, you went to your picnic a picnic oh. Oh, how many people? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was I was looking at somebody. I was on the train one time, and you know it was a attractive lady, and um she took off her I mask. I don't know what those are anymore. I haven't been outside my apartment. <laughs> that's the interesting thing too. I think, and I brought this up to you before. There's a lot of mystique that's getting built up behind those uh those masks, and it's a benefit to a lot of a lot of oh. I don't want to say unattractive people, but I want to say like oh. y'all know who you are, and and you know. <laughs> For your benefit, keep this mask thing going for as long as possible. But um, there was this lady, and I saw her, and she attractive lady, like I said, you know, and she took off her mask, and just like I said, she took it off to touch her nose and put on makeup, and it made me think, like, damn, she's gonna be a terrible mother. Like that was my first, that was my first thought. <laughs> like, like she does, wow. But um, yeah, man. Like I'm now, it's like you get to judge everyone's hygiene. It's like. Exactly. They did not wash their hands for twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. 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 What is their wiping routine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, man. I, I let's talk about these masks. Though. So, uh, you know, I lived in the Middle East for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know, there definitely was this thing where, like, you know, a woman's wearing like the full uh the abaya and everything and face covered all you're seeing is the eyes right and like in in where i was like in that gulf country is a lot of a lot of wealth and uh there was a lot of emphasis on makeup and like mm-hmm. like eye makeup and like it was crazy like you would see somebody fully covered but you would just see like their eyes the way they did their makeup you'd see like their hands like mm. like maybe like they're like sand and like you could just be like this person's attractive but i can only see like two percent yeah yeah and like, i get that absolutely yeah. there's like that vibe um and uh, yeah i don't know however less is more sometimes less is more sometimes sometimes but you also know i do not like surprises so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's um yeah, it just it does make you focus on other things. It's like walking down the street, you know, you try and just give people that like I'm not a threatening black man smile, but when you're wearing a mask, you're like, yo, I hope I gotta I gotta smile extra hard so they see me smiling with my eyes. Oh, see, that's the difference because I was making all kinds of faces behind my mask with all the bullshit that I mean, I was walking past and some jogger who I see frequently in a neighborhood um, around the time of Black Lives Matter felt the need. Uh, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I can go like, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, Good morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. yeah this, is, this is like 2016 when Obama won and <laughs> walking through Boston. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, I remember I going you, back to, oh, what were you going to say? I you, when Obama won in 2016, my roommate at the time, nice guy, white guy, I woke up the next morning. He was like, congratulations. I was like, what? <laughs> It's like thanks. <laughs> like, I ain't do nothing, bro. <laughs> like you voted for him too. Congratulations to you. <laughs> He's half white. <laughs> half congratulations to you. <laughs> I remember going back to um to work and people I'd never talked to before were coming over, like patting me on the back. Hey, how you how you doing today? Uh, like, like we've never had a conversation in the however many years I've been working at this job, and it just seemed, it felt so awkward, and um. I don't know about you, but for me, I didn't make any comments about anything. Like there was nobody, people who wanted, who needed to know my opinion and who I wanted to share my opinion with knew it, but I didn't feel like being the, the face of, I know it to anybody and very, it kept yeah, on happening. A very special episode of microaggressive. <laughs> it's like, now we're good. I mean, you know, you know, I, when I get really on some i gotta work it out i i write so yeah, i had yeah. my uh i had I, I i had some i brought some fire to the pen um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Please, uh people be like how you doing i'm just like read this <laughs> like, whoa i was like well then read this too um, <laughs> and it's like yeah like i part of it is like i'm lazy i don't want to say the same thing five fucking times mm-hmm. but um nah man like if people don't ask because they really don't want to know so like if you're gonna yeah. ask, yeah. you're yeah. gonna get it. Yeah. And like it's I it's for me to know that I said it in the right way. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to know how you took it. I hear you. I hear you. That makes sense to me. I think um the thing I kept on encountering, I don't want to say keep on encountering because um it was just a handful of people, but it was like this uh attitude of like, don't you don't you feel mad? Like aren't aren't you upset? Like, isn't this bug you? And I'm like, 
This shit's been day. going on forever. <laughs> like, just because you just decided to open your eyes up doesn't mean that I didn't know about it, you know, since since forever. Like, it's just, it's just you know, weird. This and, is the closest. This is the closest I think we'll ever feel to our indigenous brethren, who were just chilling, hanging out here, and this dude hits up on an island in the Caribbean. He's like, yo, new land. He like, we right here. <laughs> like, I discovered it. He's like, we are right here. <laughs> it's like, did you know there's treasures here? It's like, yes. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> this is a, I call this white people discovery syndrome. <laughs> when it's like, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> I remember I was going to therapy uh, back when I could go to therapy in an office. Um, mm-hmm. I had maybe been going for like a year mm. and I walked in one day and there were these two paintings above the couch. And I said to my therapist, I was like, yeah, are those new? She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, no, <laughs> like they've been here forever. And I was like, no. She's like, yeah. It's like, whenever you come in, you're kind of looking down, you're like, whatever. Like maybe this is the first time you walked in looking up with your eyes open. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. That's just deep. Like, I was like, we could cut therapy short. You just it's earned the price pay. of admission. Yeah, for, for real. <laughs> I gave a dap and left. <laughs> I was like, charge my insurance twice for this. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, man. So uh, white people discovery syndrome was big in 2020. I, I think if, you know, <laughs> I think 2020 was the year of the obvious. 2020 mm-hmm. was the year of, oh, you know how you don't get this horrible disease? Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like give people space. Oh yeah, obvious. Uh, you, you know what's been happening in America for a while? <laughs> Racism. <laughs> what? A little, little thing, you know, no biggie. Little thing, thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, and throughout all of this, uh, it's still not a lot of fun music. Not a lot of good music. Just not a lot. Felt a little dry. It was. It was. Um, I didn't really pick up uh, Spotify. I didn't really check any of my um, song apps outside of playlists that I made prior, but um, a lot of uninspired stuff. Commercials, though. Shout out to commercials, because for a while they were scrambling. They didn't know what they wanted to do. So they would uh, release the same commercial and throw in some little thing about staying at home. And now they've um, started the back to school ads because, you know, Target has to make their money. Um that's crazy. Really you like, go to Target though, and they don't have like the whole shit lined up with like mini fridges and mirrors because no one's going to college right now. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. How much that would suck. Like you're all ready to go to college, and then this this pops off. Like it's different if you're in kindergarten or whatever, but like college when you're really supposed to have fun, and now you you're at home. No, at they're home like, yo, you can't, you can't, you got to stay in your pod. You can't have overnight guests, and they're like, yeah. what? Like crazy. I like if I was. <laughs> if I was stuck with the people in my freshman dorm, oof, <laughs> that would be, be rough. That shit is uh, that's sad, yeah. It's sad. It happens, yeah. whatever. Life happens. You know. Are we going to talk about Trump or are we just going to bypass that? Because he just did an interview um, where he admitted that even with like, all the people dying, like it's, it, it is what it is. Like It just happens. Shit just happens. Uh, he made a complete idiot of himself. And he put it online, which is crazy because I thought they they screened um, like releases before they released them. And he looks like an absolute idiot in this. My favorite, my favorite was him holding like three eight and a half by eleven pieces of paper with some big fucking 
Microsoft graphs. Microsoft <laughs> graphs. Like, look at the look at the charts. It, it says it on the charts. So, the, man, the man who's interviewing him just has the mad cocked up face. Like what? Oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh no no, oh no no. That's not how to read it. He, you can't do. He's like, you can't do this. Like why well, can't I? He's like, because because math, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's i think it's great that this is happening right now um i read his book excuse me i read his niece's book about him and it just confirms everything i'm not gonna go into detail but like right now what he's experiencing is like his first true failure and i think the most recent um headlines for him is nobody likes me and this attitude of like when he tries to do these rallies nobody's showing up and people are blaming him for attacking on that like to almost two billion dollar bill to build like a fucking FBI building when you're trying to work on a stimulus package and even the people who were like using him as like a, a slide to get to where they need to be are coming out and just like bashing him and he he's never encountered this before and she predicted it and she described it and it's what's happening and it's like fun to watch I mean we still get screwed as a result but it's like we're all going down in the same plane so I get to see you panic too um, so it's 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 cool yeah, maybe that's the episode title. We're all going down this. <laughs> yeah, I, I I decided I'm gonna take off the week of election day because mm. I don't want to be around anybody. I hear you. I oh, want to be if he wins or he loses. I don't want to be around anybody. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting my hopes up because I know <laughs> people are people and they're gonna be people. So I'm not getting my hopes up. But I do want to point out something. And if it's documented, I want it documented. So whoever listens to this, listens to it. Um, archaeologists take this up, <laughs> but uh, she talks about the story about how, um, you know, the whole thing with Trump never experienced failure, he failed upwards for all of his life without his dad and the Republicans and all that stuff, and all the people who needed to use him to get to where they needed to be. But he she brings up a story about back when um, Trump was a kid and he was being just like a brat in front of the whole family, and his older brother took a bowl of mashed potatoes and dumped it on his head. And he was so embarrassed and he was so furious and like, she feels like he never forgot it. And I feel like if we bring back like a hashtag of mashed potatoes, like maybe we can break him before the election. Like maybe we can do something to just like really hurt his soul. Like we talked about how <laughs> verbal abuse and mental abuse are like the, the best kinds because they last the longest. Like maybe we can really uh, get this guy out and and do it the right way. So if we um, just send him some like instant mashed potatoes in a minute. Instant mashed potatoes, hashtag mashed potatoes. Walk around with a bowl if you decide to go uh, popping on a rally. You know, you'll be the only one. You might get caught by Secret Service, but it's the thought that counts. Like, there's a lot of ways to get to him now when he's cracked. You just got to tap a little harder. Like, I, I believe in you people, and we can do it. I would just like to say to the federal agents listening, um, this is a- <laughs> You always this say is, this shit, yo. This is a sad This is a satirical- <laughs> We all know he's dumb. Secret Service listening right now, you know he's dumb too. So just like let us slide. Let us slide. You think you think there's like some secret service dude who's just like in the car with him where he says something mad dumb and they're like they're like those British dudes who like can't break <laughs> can't break like in front of them. just like yeah. this motherfucker. You think they go home and tell their people it's like Oh absolutely it's like honey, how was your day? It was like he couldn't read the chart. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No like, doubt. I mean, how was your day? He's like, he asked if they could sell Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Damn, there's so much shit that I made notes of, and I'm like, oh, I need to talk about this. Like, this would be good for the podcast. And that was definitely at the top of the list. Like, he really he really thought that. He he really, uh, 
And they let him think that. That's the other thing, too. They wrote it off and they were like, oh, he said it once. It was a one-off thing. And he kind of just forgot about it. But you allowed him to say that. And he left the room thinking it might have been a possibility. And that's 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 where you drop the ball. Like, yeah, this is, this is fragile ego at its worst, B. This is just like, oh, my God. Like. I don't want to. I don't want to spend valuable. Nah, don't waste valuable. the time. Like we all know, we all know he's he's dumb. Like we know he's a terrible president. Pro- definitely, definitely, I will say the worst. Um, no appreciation for anybody outside of the people who can benefit him. No appreciation for anybody who's below him, which is crazy, because there's so many broke ass Republicans who are putting their lives on the line for this idiot, and he could care less. He could see you in the street. And 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 not even give you uh, a bat of the eye, and how you really man, know, how put your man, life on the line. How he been married three times? Well, that's the other thing. That's what I'm waiting for too. So we talked about the mashed potatoes. We talked about the nobody likes me. The next thing is going to be Melania dumping him because they're saying that once he gets out of office, um, fingers crossed, he can't go back to like this fucking New York uh, socialite, you know, elite club oh, of people no. they don't want to be seen with him he's now he's now a fl- resident of florida <laughs> exactly and, and they have the whole thing because it's tied to mar-a-lago and then we have like the whole epstein thing and the girl from mar-a-lago like this this shit all around him like nobody wants to be around him and after he loses nobody will want to be around him and maybe he'll go to russia i don't know, I don't know. um maybe <laughs> and then russia has something on him because again in that interview <laughs> He was. Did you see how much he was kissing up for Russia? He was like defending them so much. It's like, damn. Just say you love her. Just say you like her. Like, <laughs> don't beat around the bush. Like you. Like, this is like me when mom when I was a kid. It's like you like her. It's like no. Uh, it's like you talk about her all the time. It's like no. Yeah. Just say it, man. It's so. Uh, they have to have a P tape. The P tape has to be real. I, oh, I'm convinced. Uh, I'm convinced. I don't have to edit stuff out, please. Let's not. Let's not go oh wait. Can talk think, about that? No, you can say that. I just don't know how deep you're going to go on this. Okay, so let's talk. Uh, then maybe uh, that might not be real, but the cruise ship with the underage uh, models from overseas, that was real. That happened. Like, he's a part of that. You so, uh, yeah, this is. <laughs> I imagine you during quarantine, like in a dark room, like cutting out letters. In a magazine, it was crazy. It, like, nah. putting it on like a like on a like a corkboard. Like here's, <laughs> this is it. This is like your molder from the fucking X Files. Ah, this shit was it was always there. Like these these things have always been there. They've always been public knowledge. It's just connecting the dots, and then people are bored, especially during quarantine. People had time to connect the dots. So, like all that stuff is out there, and if you want to see it, you can see it. And if you don't want to see it, then you're never gonna see it. But come on, man, like. Let's, let's take this in a totally different direction. Good, okay. I, good idea that you had. Uh, <laughs> um, what if someone made a a, a website mm-hmm. that made reviews of uh, amateur adult sites like OnlyFans and all that stuff? If I was paid to do it, I'd do it right now. Um, <laughs> I've been practicing for years. So, so what, a, is, what, yeah. what are okay? Ser- serious ish question. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on paying for adult entertainment? Wait, say what? Say it again. What are your feelings about paying for adult entertainment? Oh no, uh, porn's been free all my <laughs> wow. life. Wow, <laughs> why? That is, um, I mean, I think somebody should pay. Uh, definitely, and if I benefit from that, yeah. But I mean, maybe I'm spoiled, like. 
Uh, porn was free when I was a kid. It was in on VHSs, you know, littered around <laughs> my house somehow. How was that uh, free? How was that free? Because I paid for it. Shit. Wow. Think about but no. I, I think, think it's, about it's Bambi, a and Bambi and Tracy and Stacy all ending in eyes who can no longer dance at the gentlemen's clubs. Nah, but now started OnlyFans pages. I get it. I get it. And if if people want to know about that's Chad cool. and Tyrone and DeAndre, because what equal opportunity is probably some male adult performers mm-hmm. who also can't be the firefighters right now at the bachelorette parties. <laughs> <laughs> How they making ends meet? But what about the people doing it just for the for the for the love of the art? Be like they just doing it just to do it. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> I don't need high production values and and and. and uh, all, right. all right. So so. <laughs> um, so next time you want to talk about music, I'll be like, no, 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 no. You don't need that high production value. Just go down to the corner of bodega to that kid spitting that hot fire on his, on his SoundCloud. Shout out to those people though who are um, fleecing on OnlyFans. There was some uh, girl recently. She's like a video model or something. I heard uh, some report that she made like twenty thousand dollars in a day. Basically, putting up the same pictures that she did on times are, times are hard, no pun intended, uh, during during quarantine. But if if I'm gonna, I know you hate when I do this, but like, what's that? They're like small business owners, you know. You're right. I mean, I, there's I have no I have no real uh, backing for my my stance. They're, they're like they're like actors. They're like they're like working musicians. They're mm-hmm. like they are entertainers. Unless, unless they make like a like a like a strip club bubble like the NBA, mm. <laughs> how can we ensure their safety and our <laughs> entertainment at the same time? I think it's so crazy that um, the way our society is and like the way we're consumed with sex and everything that uh, you people will still turn their noses up at porn stars as if they're not doing something that garners you know billions of dollars and millions of views yeah. every day. Um, I think. Adult performers are performers. Exactly. And down the road, and I think it should happen sooner rather than later. Um, like it should be treated, like you said, like a like a business and an organization and a union and like all that stuff should all be a part of the package. But it's just it's crazy weird that like But you won't I pay for it. You won't pay for it. Well, you know, when those systems are in place, I <laughs> 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 but again, I'm down for that amateur stuff, man, about the art, B. The love of the, the love of the, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Skins? You remember skins? You remember people said hitting skins? What the, what a weird phrase. <laughs> As is smashing and. Uh, smashing is aggressive. Smashing but hitting skins, knocking the boots, H-Town, um, all that. Oh, I guess we know what's going on this week's playlist. Um, yeah, oh, shout out to... Uh, I forgot all about playlists. Shout out to Visa and MasterCard and American Express for not Why? judging my uh, my spending habits over the past five months. <laughs> uh, there may have been some quarantine purchases like the robot mop. And, oh, uh, wow. I thought you were going, thought you were going some, uh, I was like, the robot mop? What, what are you doing with that shit? Like, <laughs> where does that go? Wow. After after we get dirty, we make it clean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> copyright to twenty twenty. No, be like, I got some some emails like you spent this much on eating out. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be quiet. 
be quiet. <laughs> like, we don't need to talk about my DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, my take out has been crazy, man. And I was giving these guys some uh, like $10 tips. Well, like, I should add it up. I was feeling so benevolent. Like, oh, you, you braved your way through the, uh, the cloud of coronavirus. Here, here, take $10 tip. $100. Leave it, up, leave it outside later. because it might have Corona. Mm. Uh, also, shout out. Uh, this sounds mad elitist, but I'm just gonna shout it out. What's when that? people people was telling on themselves and they're earning power and potential, and they're bragging about getting their stimulus check. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yo, you just told me how much you make. <laughs> you just told me that that car is on a rental. And shout outs to these um uh these freaking social media people who still found a way to make it about themselves. Um I was thinking like, what are they gonna do? Because you can't go out, you can't wear these outfits, like you can't show off. And what did they do? They did just that <laughs> with comments like, Oh, um, I know I'm stuck inside, but this is how I feel right now. Booty shot, bikini shot. Like they they found a way and we already talked about the commercials. They found a way to get around to you and like tug at your heartstrings and still sell you a fucking car. Um in the middle of fucking coronavirus. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that used car salesman, something's got to pay for those short sleeve button, button downs. <laughs> Who was it that did it? Um, DR. DR came out and it was, I guess, right around the time they were supposed to deliver this ad. And their whole campaign was like, I know it's crazy right now. I know there's a lot of uncertainty, but um, when you get through this, just know that DR is here for you and you need to come through and take a trip. And the way that they set it up was it was great because I went to work and I had so many people like, oh, I need to go on a vacation. I might go to DR. And it just like it, it was just incepted into their brain. And um, good work by the tourism board of uh, Dominican Republic. Um, a lot of people try to copy that afterwards. It didn't work. Um, shout out to BET because I finally watched uh, an entire BET awards show. <laughs> <laughs> but it was done entirely through like um you know during quarantine and it was it wasn't bad they did a good job for what they had yeah man um, shout out shout out to some of the the podcasts and some of the 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 late night shows figuring out a way to do it still entertaining yeah um, yeah that was still entertaining but rest in um, peace rest in peace to any fun i was supposed to have this summer uh that mm-hmm. roots jill scott common concert oh yeah uh that Co- about that at coachella uh, that that, that <laughs> half marathon. Uh, what else? What else? That, that three week vacation in May. <laughs> Those three weddings I was supposed to go to. Mm. Yeah. So are are we are we mentioning that whole thing going on that roots related uh stuff? Are we waiting for like more info or? Because I'm gonna put I'm gonna put her on my playlist. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a hot song. You saw, I saw, the, I found the vinyl. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I think you know. Right now, somebody was saying like with Black Lives Matter and quarantine and everything, it's like it's like what was that Seinfeld episode during like um, Festivus, the airing of the grievances. Mm-hmm. Like right now, the world is doing the airing of the grievances. Indeed. And you know, everyone's trying to act holier than now. Like if I see one more like instagram like black <laughs> black square or yeah you know, somebody was so stupid like what what did that do like so, so at I the end of the you, day you, what did you, that do for anybody i told you yeah. on a dating app this one <laughs> you know, this woman she was white had mm, like uh, a whole, a whole, <laughs> you had to say 
Hey, did you have to say that? <laughs> you know, podcasts or an audio uh, medium, you know, some people don't have good imaginations. Um, but her whole dating profile was like black square. And it's like, it's one of those dating apps that's like, has prompting questions, like something you really care about. And it was like, injustice and blah. It was just like, oh, uh, yeah. So of course I swipe right because I'm like, oh, she's into black people. <laughs> <laughs> and she so we matched, and I was just, mm. I was, I was like, I was just, I was just in a I want to fuck with people mood. So she's like, <laughs> she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, well, <laughs> blah blah blah. And like I was like, yo, there's a lot of performative blah blah blah. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I just hope that I can be in a place where I can listen and learn. <laughs> so and, I, and like this part of me is like, am I just being an asshole this person? But I was like, no, like she's putting it out there on some like, look at my fucking virtue signaling, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yo, a lot of that. You could wear all the t-shirts you want. You could put all the shit up in your window in my neighborhood. Don't get me started on my neighborhood. You could put all the <laughs> fucking shit on your dating app. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you show up. I'm going to trust, like I trust any human being until until you prove me wrong. That mm-hmm. you're not horrible. But mm-hmm. it's like when you go out of your way, it's like, what is it? Like you doth protest too hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're doing like, too much. You're doing, doing a little too much. Do one thing and do it well. Mm-hmm. And then keep it consistent for the rest of your life. If you're really about it, like don't do it now. And then, you know, you don't do shit afterwards. Yeah, man. It's, it's like one of the things, cool. you know, I, I, I've been thinking about is like all these fucking signs went up in my neighborhood, right? Like, oh, Black Lives Matter, this, that, and third kids with chalk and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, cool, cool. Um, Those signs are coming down, B. You know? They're tatted now. They're tatted. Yeah, it's it's sun, like sun faded and shit. Yeah. This is like this is like December twenty seventh when those trees going on the curb. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. So like if you if you put if you and I mean this dead ass and like this is what I'm like thinking through and struggling through. So if you put it in your window, you have made an active choice to say. That this matters to you, that this movement matters to you, that my life matters, which I fucking already knew, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see me in the neighborhood, you 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 smile hard, you say what's up to me, you want me to believe you, you want me to know that it matters. So when the sign comes down, with no malice, I want to knock on your door and say, what changed? Very good. Does my life not matter anymore? Is, is the movement over or did we win? Because <laughs> if you're going to put it up there, you put it up there because it means something. You want it to mean something. You want me to see it. And when you take it down, logically, I have to interpret that as something. Yeah. Is, it, is it fucking up your property value? Is the season over? <laughs> like, So that's what I'm saying. If you're putting that sign up, keep that shit up. Exactly. Or don't put it up. Live your life. Live your life in a certain way. Like, make my neighborhood more diverse. Like, stop pulling your kids out of the public schools and, and, and doing some roundabout shit that, like, while we have an open system in this city, all the good schools have all the white kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is a liberal fucking city. So, like, your sign doesn't mean shit to me. It's and I very it. respectfully want to knock on your door and say, I saw that your sign came down. Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, a, you know, I'm gonna be New Jehovah's Witness. 
<laughs> just hand out Black Lives Matter signs. And then, and then he, it's going to be like me with the Jehovah's Witness, be like, oh, turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Shh, shh. Act like we're not here. But it's like, funny that you 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 mentioned the um the housing and um I know you said I'm I'm dogging this guy out but whatever um how Trump just came out with the thing about protecting your suburban houses okay that's what I'm saying and then we talk about like moving forward and you know you want to be positive and no one person should rain on your parade but sometimes it's just like uh damn like you, did did this not affect you at all and I told you the story earlier today but. I had somebody, um, a client, who was convinced that I was the only other black man in my office and then proceeded to speak to the next person on the list of people that that person had to meet. And that was an Asian woman who she was convinced was another Asian woman who she dealt with before, who's the only other Asian woman doing that job that she's doing. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, um, I don't know what Black Lives Matter, I don't know what the protests for the people who were protesting in my neighborhood were supposed to do for them outside of like something to do during quarantine. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's back to the same shit. The neighborhood is a mixed neighborhood. My neighborhood, yeah, I, out of curiosity the other day, I looked up my census tract, right? My census tract is like six by six blocks or whatever, this corner mm-hmm. of my neighborhood. I think it has like 5,000 people. How many black people you think were in the census uh, count 10 years ago? In, in this, you, you, you came out here. Of, the, of 5,000 in a, in this oh, couple yeah, block, right. couple blocks around like five, <laughs> 150. I believe that. I believe that. Because I was looking like, around. I don't count. Black I, 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 <laughs> so it's like, yo. So when they was like having a little like Black Lives Matter protest or like mm-hmm. rally, like a couple blocks from my house, like I'm walking my dog and I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, y'all want to be about that? Go to Oakland. Exactly. I want to be about that. Like exactly. Go to, go to fucking go to the Bayview. You know I remember I mean? telling you, um, I was sitting outside, um, chilling with you know little Jay and baby Jay, and we're looking outside the window. All of a sudden, we had this chanting coming off of um, Flatbush Avenue over by um, Barclay Center, mm-hmm. and coming down the track are some protesters, and we're like, oh, cool, you know, like um, we can see it from the window, you know, it's an experience, and kids are looking at them and everything and it's like a crowd of white people and a couple of black people you know speckled in but this is this is brooklyn so you know i expected that to be a little different and then they get up the street and there's some white bikers who are um, riding bikes along with the whole uh protest and the crowd gets away and the people come out of their stoops primarily white people actually all white people and then the bikers come back and then they're riding on their bikes, sort of like doing tricks with no hands or whatever. And they're cheering. And it's like BLM, Black Lives Matter. And it's, right. what, you take what, a step. Are the bikers what, black or white? That's the thing. You take a step back and I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, wait, there's like white people cheering for white people about <laughs> Black Lives Matter. And there's no black people except for me looking for my fucking uh, fire escape. And it was just like, why? What's going on? Like, wh- wh- why are we doing this? Is it more so to be seen doing it? So you seem like you're on the right side when everything clears up, like you were really trying to do something. Like, what? What's the point? Because now we're back to like somewhat of a of a normalcy, and you're yeah. still giving me weird looks. You lost your energy. You lost all that energy. Like, yeah. Yo, I mean, trigger warning again. Um, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, V, like, I walk outside and like I'm a black man out here. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I, you know, so there was uh, some, something written in chalk on my block. Yeah. And it said, um, like, um, Black Lives Matter, a little heart around it. And mm-hmm. something like, uh, I see you. And something's like, I got you. And I had my one moment of like, you know, I, I was thinking back to like the diary of Anne Frank, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm going to be real. I was like, yo, would they have me? Like, like, and I, and I would, and I hope whoever wrote that on my block, like if I said, oh, shit's going down, would you hide me in your attic? Would you like look out mm-hmm. for me? I, I want to hope in my heart mm-hmm. that there's some, there's some truth and there's like a lot of, genuineness behind whoever wrote that mm-hmm. and i have to believe people are good i really do have to believe people are good or else like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> but what i don't need more of is good white people mm-hmm. because like first of all there's no good white people there's no good men mm-hmm. they're just white people they're just men they're just black people they're just women and we have good shit and bad shit and, you know, and it's like, we need more good men in the world. It's like, we need more men that do more good than bad. <laughs> mm. Or, you know, because we all have all of that shit in us. Mm-hmm. Because when you label yourself as one of the good ones, you don't do any self-examination. Mm-hmm. You don't see your flaws. So all the fucking, and I have a lot of friends like this, and I call them out on it. They're liberal white people who live in San Francisco, but then will say some shit about the schools. And I'm like, hmm, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But when I say that to you, you get uppity. Yeah. But it's like, no, 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 no. When you say some shit like, I have to move to the suburbs when I when my kids turn a certain age because the schools are bad. It's like, well, you are part of the problem. You are here for your youth. <laughs> and when you are at the age where you can give back to the city and give Take back money to the out, schools, yeah. you're taking that shit out. You know, so and this and these are good white people. These are liberals. Mm-hmm. They voted for Obama. They blah blah blah. I'm their black friend. Yeah, it's like I don't need that. Yeah. So like the past few weeks is like you know people were having moments where they were like it was almost like I was a fucking priest. You know, like having like <laughs> professionals to me and stuff. And I'm just like, I like, and I see you. I see you. You're trying, but it's like that's not my job. You know, somebody mm-hmm. said, it's like, oh, you know, the term white supremacy, you know, that's really, it's really, you know, kind of a, a loaded term. You know, when I, when I hear that, I, I think of like, you know, like, you know, KKK and bedsheets. And I was like, well, you know, the terms are not supposed to make you comfortable. They're just supposed to be accurate representations of things that are happening. But if they make you uncomfortable, why is the question that, I need to ask too. And I was like, okay, well, let's not call it white supremacy. Let's call it white normalization. Because it's not KKK, it's about what color are the Band-Aids? When they talk about like nude-colored clothes, what color is it? And then the person was like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay, so if you're normalizing something, you're, you're kind of saying it's different and better than something else. Mm-hmm. Ergo, white supremacy? But that's, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. That's the part that always made me uncomfortable um, is that these people are your age. Like, oh, why did it? Why oh, did they get it? This person was older. This person was okay. Older. <laughs> okay, older. But my thing is, that's even worse. But like, um, you know, how did you not know? Like, 
why did it take right now for you to have these discussions? Like you had to have felt something, you had to have been in some situation in your life where somebody you were dealing with or considered a friend or a family member or whatever said some wild, crazy shit or did some wild, crazy shit that you knew was a little bit off. Like you, you chose not to see it because it wasn't affecting you, but you knew it was there. Like you knew it was affecting other people. That's my problem. And that's why these people who are like talking to me now and doing all this shit now come off as like real hypocrites. Uh, and it's like, okay, I'm going to be a little more cautious around you because I don't even know like where where your line in the sand is. And like we talked about earlier, like if you're a racist, be a racist and just let me know. But if you're not, like, no, don't like be my friend and say some shit behind my back or do A, B, C, and D. Like it, it, it puts me in a weird place because I'm like, who am I trusting in this, this crowd of people that I'm dealing with? On and I'm... And, you know, I'm not going to be holier than now. Like, we all have privilege in different ways. Like, we're we men. Absolutely, we're, yeah. Like, men, historically, are shitty. <laughs> like, yeah. What, like, why should any woman trust me off the off the bat? True. Like, I, I represent a gender that is fucked up and unjust and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm in the locker room when people are saying dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that dude that's giving me dap when he's turning around after hollering at some, at some woman like what am i doing am i stepping up am i putting myself in an uncomfortable position mm-hmm. sometimes yes sometimes no you know what i mean so like i have empathy for it but i also totally understand it's like yo if you don't trust me off the bat i kind of get it yeah <laughs> like yeah. i have to i have to pull i have to dig myself out of the hole yeah i the privilege i come the privilege that comes with being a man also comes with the fact that like yeah i'm in a hole when it comes to like some genuine shit and like trust takes a long time to build, but a moment to to kill, mm-hmm. right? So like when 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 white people are like, oh blah blah blah, it's just like, b. All it takes is that one time you say something that's a little too ignorant, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, was that in your soul? Was that in your heart? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, damn, b. Um, and yeah, innocent naivety, I totally understand. However, at a certain point in your life. You, even if you were never exposed or you never learned, you never even asked the fucking question. Exactly. And it comes off so crazy with that, oh, I didn't I didn't know. Like, I, I didn't know. How did you not know? Like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, okay. But even, even if it's like, even I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. You didn't know. Don't come defensive. Come humble. It's like, fuck, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what do I need to do? What can I do now? Ask me. Go do the fucking work yourself. Hmm. it's like like yo it's not my job to it's like what do we do about this i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is your problem yeah it's like that james baldwin quote is like i'm not a nigger <laughs> it's like you created that word yeah like i know who i am um and like again like it was just the 30th anniversary of the um americans with disability act right it's like yo as a society, we also are like completely blind to people with those uh, um, kind of issues and afflictions, and it's just kind of like, like, oh shit, we should put like we should put like a little ramp at the edge of the sidewalk. <laughs> mm-hmm. like- oh, you pointed that out too. You pointed out, and it wasn't something I thought of until um, I dealt with somebody who had it. But uh, deaf people with the masks, yeah, was a big deal. I didn't think about that, um, exactly. and you brought it up, and then I met somebody. And we were talking and they were like, oh, I like, I, I don't get what you're saying and I don't get your hand gestures and I can't see your mouth. And 
I, you're right. You're right. Sometimes you don't. I hope, I hope your reaction wasn't to like talk louder. It's like, why can't you understand me? I'm talking clearly. It's just I like, just, no. uh, yeah, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> that would be funny though. That's, that's, the, that's the equivalent of like white people. It's like, we voted Obama in. <laughs> the score, the score, <laughs> the score is 44 to half. <laughs> You're on the scoreboard. (laughs) If you don't laugh, you cry. (laughs) Oh, speaking of laughing, I don't. Maybe I shouldn't say laughing, but that whole thing with the um the basketball player that you sent me, that shit was kind of it was kind of funny. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. The dude from uh, Orlando who was like, uh, oh, wasn't taking a knee. He wasn't putting on this shirt. Um, everybody's uh, bad little, in some way. Give a little context. Give a little context. <laughs> so bottom line, uh, what's this dude's name? Um, Isaac's uh, Orlando. Some, um, dude, some dude on the Orlando. Oh, my bad. Yeah, some dude. Uh, he, he basically came out and during their uh, return to games after quarantine, um, you know, all the players, all the players uh, took a knee and, and they wore his butt. And the coaches took the knee black lives matter matter of fact today i was watching a game black lives matter is on the freaking court yeah and um he came out and he was like you know um black lives do matter um i don't necessarily know if i'm behind uh the movement and i'm paraphrasing what he's saying but like you know i'm a christian and this is how i was raised and i don't i don't think i need to wear this shirt i don't think i need to take the knee and then what it was like the next game or maybe that night or the day after the gospel says that all lives matter, blah, blah, blah. We're all, all lives matter. Exactly. All sinners. I'm just like, okay, missing the point, but okay. Exactly. Like why, why now for that? But whatever. And then somebody, I don't know who, um, decided, to, he had a problem with that. And, uh, ACL was torn and that takes you out of a whole freaking season. And I'm not saying it's karma. Karma might not exist, but, um, cause all, cause all knees matter. All knees matter. All knees matter. And his knee was not a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Like I, I don't want anyone's health or whatever. Yo, you, you can be whoever you want to be, right? But here's the thing. Humans are real good, uh, Americans especially, a twisting some shit to mean some other shit. Yeah, definitely. It's like Black Lives Matter is like, you know, socialist and blah, blah. It's like, it's three words, motherfucker. Black Lives Matter. Like, yeah, and why is that messing up the nuclear family? It's just like, no, y'all did that by arresting all black men, like, <laughs> like literally, Black Lives Matter. And yo, don't get me started on these motherfuckers in Portland. You want to talk about some fucking woke theater? What happened there? All these goddamn protests for the past like four weeks. Oh, oh, that 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 <laughs> new lady that came out and just walked out yeah. and stood Portland naked and then walked away. Portland is the whitest fucking city. Yeah, people were definitely using this for like their own motives. Oh, uh, freaking in Brooklyn when the um the lawyer with the the Molotov uh, cocktail threw it at the car and then said a black dude gave it to her. Come on, man. Let's talk about that. Oh, but let's talk about the other one. The two lawyers in Brooklyn. Yeah. The black black dude and then the Pakistani woman. You know that dude was trying to get some ass that night. You know that dude is like, yo, I'm I'm about that social justice, yo. <laughs> about and that. We about to do this. About to light your fire too next, bro. And then she come through with the with the butt light bottle with the, with the gasoline. What an idiot. Like, wow. Oh, man. Oh. What an idiot. Yeah, and like, uh, you know, not to give too much away about our lives, but he's, his profile is kind of like ours, you know? Kid from mm-hmm. the hood, like got scholarships, did his thing. He was like a f- lawyer on Wall Street, went to Ivy League schools. 
It's like, damn, B. He was like taking care of like his foster brothers and sisters. I'm like, yo, I, they- I didn't even know this backstory. Wow. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, man. It's like, yo, they got you, B. Like, what the fuck, man? But it's also like, I definitely had moments this past few months where I was like, I understand how one might become a revolutionary. <laughs> like, I'm on some. I've never been this angry shit. Um, and like, I'm not gonna fuck some shit up. But like, I understand how one might <laughs> feel mm. tired of this shit. Like right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, didn't, was... it like it didn't come gradually. It was just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're just sitting at the table and you just flip the shit over. <laughs> like, okay, that's how that's how some of the shit felt the other the the, the past few months. Shit is crazy, man. Shit is crazy, but good stuff in the world, man. You got we got jam, uh, uh. You know, and and for those keeping track at home, uh, I did the complete opposite. I I had my first consultation with a physician about the uh, uh, about the snip snip. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Oh, you know, it was it was. Um, he was describing it, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, kind of cringing. <laughs> it's a snip. It's I think it's, isn't it one snip and a suture, and that's it. Like it's. Uh, I mean, I know it's an outpatient procedure and like you like you like sit on your couch with like a bag of ice for like three days and then you're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's um uh yeah, you know, they give you an anti anxiety pill and then they um they numb the area and then they um make an incision mm-hmm. and you do two snips and then they cauterize something mm-hmm. and then they uh stitch it back up. And it's Sounds just right. You know, I was like, yo, I spent my whole life reflexively protecting that area. <laughs> How, how am I have somebody come at it with a knife? <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, the more you know, getting some information, perhaps making some decisions. Is it? Um, I've heard people say it's reversible, and I've heard people say that it's not. They say um, that technology has come a long way, but okay. but like getting like getting a tattoo removed, getting mm-hmm. the tattoo is easier than getting that shit removed. <laughs> true, true. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So keep us know, posted, yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to support the medical establishment, get some elective procedures in there. Would you ever um, preserve some specimen for down the road, rainy day? I have all <laughs> rainy day. It's a fucking hurricane. <laughs> um, um, I could, I, I, I've also been considering that. I thought about it, though. Like, yeah, I'm not opposed necessarily, like, to being a father. Like, if that's where my life goes, like stepfather or adopting or whatever but i would be pretty opposed to uh mistakenly have that happen (laughs) i hear Uh, you absolutely and i don't know like the whole you know if i were to save some specimen like that it's like okay that's like just wanting your dna i guess Mm -hmm. and i i don't feel this urge to like preserve this dna i don't know I, i i don't i don't i don't know i don't the I'm leaning no, no. Got it, got it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, cause yeah, cause I said you know 2020, I want to get some shit done. I wanted some new tattoos. Mm-hmm. Thinking about this, <sighs> can't get the tattoos yet, but all right, can get this done. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Easy to do. Really fucked up to reverse. <laughs> 
uh, and permanent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, something to think about. Yeah. Without fucking up my own HIPAA. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's that's all I will say about that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, what a oh, shout out. Uh, brief shout out overseas. Uh, shout out to, to our mutual boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, he knows who he is. Shout out to, our, shout out to our, our UK massive. Yeah. Big up. Big up. To all to all the chaps, uh, I don't even know numbers. I don't know. <laughs> pip pip. <laughs> also, shout out to him because he's like the biggest asshole in the world, and like we should yeah. do a we should do a um we should do a we should do a cross the pond. That'd be interesting. Yo, you think he could get you think he could get Idris on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to him right now, so you know, yeah, Obviously. I guess so. He could tra- he could translate for us for Idris. <laughs> Yo, shout out to quarantine though, um, mm-hmm. because fucking stress or whatever. I got more grays in the fucking beard now. I'm really on my Idris. Yo, I am crazy gray. I'm crazy gray. So my my mom and my dad turned gray like very young, probably in their twenties. Um, but I'm right there, and they both died, and I'm like, fuck it, like I'm just. Oh, they both they both died their hair. Oh. <laughs> You know what the fuck I meant? Nah, they're both alive. You scared the fuck out of my me. parents. I love y'all, but I mean, they both they both died. It and um, I, I refuse. So now I'm getting it in the in the uh, in the beard too. Like a couple, two or three are coming in, and once it's two or three, like two years later, it'll be my whole fucking jaw. But um, I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a I, you know, I'm a big up myself. Yeah, I think I I think I uh, think I'm looking better older than I did in my twenties. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah, you've been doing more shit. Like you've been the most active <laughs> I've ever. No, you're not fucking lazy. <laughs> not a fat shit anymore, B. Nah. <laughs> Seriously though, nah. You really, yeah, um, you've been, you've been yeah, like no, adamant no. about it and, and regimented about it. And I've noticed that, like, even when you come here, like you, you're doing some fucking running shit. Like, um, it's impressive. You stuck to it, and you're seeing the results of that. So congratulations. I'm gonna give you props right now. With friends like this, you're doing some fucking running shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you like the people in my neighborhood it's like oh you're going to that smart school with those white people I guess, I guess that's good <laughs> that's big though to, to train for like uh, marathons and, and stay consistent and then travel across the country to do the fucking marathon that's a lot of investment um, so yeah well that shit's not happening anytime soon because how the fuck are you going to socially distance in a goddamn running race you know, run in place. That's what they're gonna do. Peloton's gonna like start some shit, create a treadmill, and you just Be. rent that shit and then run on your treadmill. Yeah, we gotta you. we gotta get microaggressive industries going on the uh the quarantine the quarantine quick hits, man. People mm-hmm. buy anything right now. Mm-hmm. Fucking Peloton is nothing more than a fucking Nordic track with an iPad. Yeah, I can't believe that took off. I remember um somebody bragging at the time about being on like some administrative level with that company and i'm like oh okay so <laughs> you know you you have an ipad on your bike and a couple of years later it just took off and i just I, I always underestimate what the everyday person would buy and in my mind i'm like that's why we there's are, no way this that's is why, why we do a podcast <laughs> That's why we're we're here now. That's why we um, good. We good. I got I got people. I got staff. <laughs> but like squatty potty, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is stupid as hell. Snuggies. And snuggies, um, poopery, 
all the ass related uh products like i thought they were all useless and yeah, that's what you gotta do because because we are so freaking repressed as a society poop and sex and anything we don't talk about is what people actually want to spend all their money exactly now I'm, I'm, in my mind i'm melding those two and i don't want to i don't want to stay in that territory but um <laughs> that might be a business plan uh, okay <laughs> we'll talk that, about off offline i do not want to edit this okay uh, <laughs> so jokes people jokes. Micro, it, it, no we're not putting any yuck in your yum Whatever does it for you. we are a sex positive show uh, but keep it keep it clean keep it legal uh, don't put yourself in situations that people question stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of dirt coming out on people. All right, yeah, let's, talk, let's talk about the. Uh, do we have? To, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about like quickly ahead, stuff that's come out. Oh, oh, matter of fact, today was um this producer who got caught up, and it's funny because uh, Jesse Reyes, what well, an album that came out that was pretty good. Um, she had this song called Gatekeeper. Who? Jesse Reyes, you know her? Who? She's like a younger um, R&B singer. I think she's like from Columbia or South. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me, um, yes, yes. You sent me some. Yeah, she sings. She has like a weird way of singing, but it, it works. But her writing skills are really good. And she wrote a song called uh, Gatekeeper. Uh, you should, matter of fact, I'll put that on the list. Um, but it's about like a producer she met. And the producer's like, oh, if you want to be famous, like, let me let me sleep with me and I'll make you famous. Um, and she made a comment about a producer. Can I veto this? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Can I veto this on the playlist? <laughs> no, no, the song is good. Um, it was an interesting song. It was an interesting concept. But uh, what happened was two years later, after her coming out with that story and, and that song, this guy today actually is getting accused of like 15 counts of um, abuse. Uh yeah, and like a six point nine million dollar bail and and just crazy shit. But um, that was a drop in the bucket. Um, what did we miss over this break? I saw the Epstein documentary, uh, which was crazy. Uh, who was the other person that got caught up? I mean, there are a couple. I mean, but um, there's like a bunch of people in comedy, like Chris Dell. Oh, this guy Jeff Ross uh, recently. Oh, um, Chris Delia, and which is crazy because he played. He played that role that he's being accused of in the freaking show. But it's just like it's just like Louis C.K. would literally make the jokes about shit he did. And Jeff Ross too. People made jokes about Jeff Ross. That was an article you sent me yeah. about him dating these younger women. So like, apparently comedians keep it the realest <laughs> of the real. Yeah, like comedians should be like rappers. <laughs> uh, Damn, that's a yeah. thought. Uh, and common. Uh, the accusation allegedly, and and I'm I'm gonna wait on that because Jaguar, it's right? Murky, but it's Jaguar, right? Um, roots tied into it too. Um, you know, no man should be your hero. Um, I tell people that all the time. Uh, but yeah, everybody has dirt. Some people's dirt about, is a lot. Can we not spend too much time on it? Can we talk about your boy Talib? What the hell happened to him? So that's what I'm saying. Now we are we we're not trying to edit this podcast, right? <laughs> Because I got I got more stuff to say than I I got, should. I don't want to make more work for you. You got takes, but um, <laughs> let's let's hold off on the uh, okay. So, yeah, Talib, uh, Talib, he I don't even know what to say. Are you about him on the playlist. Uh, 
No, nah, I'll put him on for something that you know, came out before. You know how this. I feel about I, you know I've always been on the fence about Talib. I remember we went to a um, Sprite mix tour and Talib was on the Jones Beach Amphitheater. Yes, yes, and Talib Kweli was on one of the side stages, and I felt bad for him because I was like, "Damn, Talib is like." He's talking his real shit. And they got him out like out by the parking lot, yo. Nobody's even listening to him. And um <laughs> it's his like, music it's like the vending machine is louder than his than his <laughs> And he had Reflection Journal, you know, I can't hate on that. Black Star, I definitely can't hate on that shit. Um his bookstore, I can't hate on that. Uh, but the image, and I think it's better to learn that younger as opposed to being an older person and believing in people. And I don't want to sound cynical, but um, you know, the image people. The image people portray always, you know, take it at face value, but don't take it too deep because yeah, you might find out some stuff later that's going to change your, your whole mind. So, um, I was reading something in the comments boards. You should never listen, read the comments board. But they're ever. like, oh, if you go back and listen to a lot of Talib shit, mm-hmm. or like J. Ruta Damage or whatever, or like mm-hmm. those types of dudes, it's a lot of like misogynistic, like... Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I was like, yo, like, I actually know some Talib lyrics off the top of my head that I was just like, that's a corny lyric. It's corny, but it's also like super judgy of women. Like there was mm. one on one of his mixtapes, which I'm not going to say here. Um, but it was basically like talking about women dressing too, uh, uh, too provocatively. And I was mm-hmm. I just remember hearing that lyric. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a whack lyric, but also like, what, <laughs> why are you, why are you talking about that? Like, it's just- why do you care so much? But then, but then you got like a song, like Brown skin lady. And there are not many songs like that in hip hop that that like that's a that's a beautiful song. Like I know women that love that song. So it's 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 again like you forget that these these rappers they're playing a role. Oh, like uh, Dead, Common, Dead Prez with Mind Sex. Say that again. Dead Prez, Mind Sex. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, shout out to Dead Prez, especially during uh during this whole period. Like oh yeah, that was my like, going on. That's going on. Um, but yeah, like uh, you look at Common, like when Common first came out, he was saying some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. uh, definitely misogynistic Mis- stuff and, and homophobic and homophobic, definitely. And now your um, man is on Microsoft commercials. Microsoft, yeah, uh, the future. That, that spoken word flow that he does like, when he talks about regular shit. <laughs> have you restarted your machine recently? My shopping list today is. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's people are people. Do you get and, you, know, you got to give people a chance to evolve? Yeah, same way people a chance to evolve. Sometimes yeah. they go backwards, and you also got to recognize that. That's true. That's like, true. Like the rapper that won't be named who wants to run for president. Mm. Mm. Don't name this idiot. Mm. Ah. <laughs> mm. So let's. I, I do want to talk about that briefly, and I just want to say like. And we've talked about um, mental illness and everything. And, you know, I've had, uh, I've known people who've had mental illness and it's it's not something you choose, something that, that you're, you're born with uh, for the most part. Or, and, or develops. Or develop, or develop. That's, thank you. But um, sometimes, I don't know, man. Like, I know, us, I know creative people, I've heard creative people will say, oh, um, and I don't want to speak on like one specific thing, but like sometimes the highs and the lows yeah, the mania, uh, can inspire mania, them and yeah. yeah, and make, but there's good and bad to that. And 
I feel like for the most part, people are trying to and have been trying to get him help for the longest. I think about how Rhymefest came out and they were boys forever. And he came out um, a couple of years ago and he was just like, yo, where he's at right now is just like, I can't get down with that and I can't be around him like that. And people got on Rhymefest about that, saying he was wrong and you're abandoning your friend. And um, Kanye and him's had some words. And I don't know if they're friends now, but um, some people need help. And I think that he's been enabled. Um, and and I'm going to bring it back to Trump because for some reason he likes Trump. But like Trump is also somebody who's been enabled to further the the motives of the people pushing him. And I feel like that's going on right now. And uh, I haven't heard this report. And I don't know if you heard this also about how like Republicans um, who were supporting Trump are the ones who are trying to get this rapper, <laughs> trying to be vague, this rapper on the ballot. Um, so like then the then the question becomes why are you pushing this? Like what is what's your motive? And then for that rapper, it's like, do you even realize what they're trying to do with you? So it's um, like I, I'm not, you know, because I feel like, you know, a lot of addiction, be a drug addiction or, you know, it, it is a, I think it's a health issue, you know. And it is going back to our earlier conversation, rest in peace to Malik B, uh mm-hmm. from the roots. And you know, uh, put this song on the playlist, Water. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's like, you know, because we are men of color, we are probably most likely have people in our families or close to us who have had drug addictions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like when someone's deep in it, you know, they can't see, they can't be helped. Like, mm-hmm. you want to, but you also have to save yourself. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, when Ryan Fest is like, I can't be down with that. Like, I get that, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if you see someone like really on some self-destructive stuff, at some point, like, what do you do? And I think about this a lot in San Francisco because there's a lot of homeless, a lot of mental health, a lot of drug, mm-hmm. like, and it's just out here. It's out here worse than it was in New York when we were kids. And it's oh, just it's bad. It's bad out there. <laughs> Thanks, Mister. I've been here twice. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, like, I'm, 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 you're right. You're right. I'm fucking, I'm fucking with you. You're right. Yeah, it's, it is, it's bad. Um, yeah. But I'm like, yo, that's somebody's father, or somebody's uh, son, or somebody's brother, or somebody's you know mm-hmm. cousin. And maybe they also just said, I can't, you know, I tried, I just can't, they're just not ready. And now the society we're dealing with it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it sucks, right? But like, can I blame that son, that, that mother? Can I blame that cousin? Can I blame that sibling? I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's, um, it's sad because when you go back and you look at that rapper from like the beginning you you saw things yeah and then you just kind of said oh but that beat was dopish <laughs> like soul beats i know he made soul beats and you then um i sound like a chipmunk what? i know and then um you hear people like in the industry because all you know is what you know from afar and then i think of um uh false prophets j cole and that song about that rapper and just coming out and saying like i've met this person i deal with this person and it's fucked up uh consequence also um it's just sad to see it's sad to see anybody um anybody especially a black man in and trauma america gets you know fall from grace um and you want the best for him but then some of that wild shot wild shit that he says is kind of hard to ignore and you have to tell yourself and remind yourself that he might be saying it for um other reasons but 
it's there's some hard stuff to swallow in there. Um, and you don't want to turn your back because then I always think like, what if you wake up tomorrow and you hear like some news about you know yeah. something happening and so, it's like damn. So here's here's been my struggle and uh, I don't know how to say this without. So one of my one of my closest. Uh, if you listen to this episode, you know I love you, and I'm not talking about your shit. But hopefully, you understand. I'm trying to use this as an example. Um, one of my closest people in the world to me mm-hmm. um, has had, you know, some mental health struggles. And when I was younger, <laughs> and I was probably a little bit less uh, informed, mm-hmm. I was the tough love friend. I was like, yo, everyone else is fucking coddling you. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my girlfriend at the time was, was like neurology <laughs> major undergrad. Was like, you know, people's brains are different. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. like you yelling at this person is like yelling at somebody who's like short, <laughs> like why they can't reach yeah, them. Yeah. It's like, nah, but it's like whatever. Um, and, you know, over my years of you know, really learning more about mental health and whatever. It's just like, nah, you know, like you, you want so bad for somebody to be okay. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it's like, it's not linear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I always, I used to struggle a lot more with the like, well, fuck it. You know, like you turn your back because sometimes they need to wake the fuck up mm-hmm. and like you tell them like it is blah, blah. Cause yeah, sometimes people do stuff for attention and like whatever. Um, and they don't even know they're doing it. But sometimes it's like they actually can't, they can't not do it. You know, like that's just where they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all have different versions of this. Like, you know, depression is part of being human because the same way love is part of being human, like sadness is part of being human. Mm-hmm. And like there are those days where you just don't want to get the fuck out of bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. And it's just like, and if people like, go get out of it. It's like, you just can't, but you don't want to. Right. And like, not to minimize it, but like blow that shit up, right? So for something like this rapper, it's like, do we stop paying attention? Because at some point it's just like, all right, this is just where he is. The more we pay attention is not helping or hurting <laughs> at this point. Mm, I hear you, yeah. It's just like, you. Ju- we just have to accept this is where this person is. And when they're ready, I'll be ready. I hear you. You know? And I think, like, I don't know, you're a parent. I'm not. Like, you know, like, you're going to love your kids unconditionally. But, mm-hmm. like, there'll be sometimes it's just like, yo, they're not ready. But when they are, like, I'm here. I hear you. So. And and who's to say that that hasn't come up? And that's what I'm saying. If it's, like, handlers who don't want that to come up. Like, they don't want that resolution. Yeah. And well, that's why it's sad to see. And that's why I feel like, you know, I don't know anything about this woman, but like, I think Kim is probably coming from a good place. That's the craziest thing. I, uh, I got that vibe too. I think and... she actually really, I think she's, if I don't watch all those shows and shit, she seems like the smartest, most genuine one <laughs> of all of them from her mother, mm-hmm. all her sisters. And mm-hmm. I think she like sees this genius in him, this little boy in him. Mm-hmm. And this like fun, crazy thing. Like she'll come to some freaking gala wearing this like beautiful gown, and he's wearing a fucking potato sack. 
and she's still like, "Come on, you know." Like, she's like, "Yeah," she's like the most down, <laughs> like partner ever. So I think she like really feels love for this dude. But then your man's going out like talking it. about like abortion on their kids, and like she gotta be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, you know. It's like, yo, I don't know, man. Like, <sighs> I want good things for most people. Um, <laughs> I didn't say all, most. Um, but uh yeah it's tough man well wishes uh sent out to that that person that made, unnamed person made some dope beats though yeah go back in the studio man just like put it all in uh i think i think that when people find that they're talented at one thing they think like oh does this define me like do i stay in this forever am i trapped here um and they try to venture out and sometimes, you know, stay, stay in your lane. Stay you know, in your lane. Just make some beats, man. Just make some, make some so beats. Bad. Don't even rap. You don't even have to rap, really. Like, you know, that's that's a case by case basis. But like, put some beats out, man. Just put it put it in the music. Put it in the art. Yeah, because those clothes are trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, um, uh, Virgil Abelo. Pablo, <laughs> okay. What a bum, yo! <laughs> wow, wow! <laughs> what a bum! Like, first of all, like I think we, uh, you know, this more than anybody. I'm not a fashionable dude. I remember one day, in, uh, excuse me, one day at, in high school, um, I went to it had to be Marshalls or some shit. You know how they have the um, the shirts in the packet with the built-in tie, so you don't have to think about that shit. You just, you just take it out the bag and put it on. Had a red uh, button-up shirt with like some red tie with some crazy yellow gold patterns and some sweatpants that I had been rocking for a minute, like a fuzzball minute, like fuzzballs all over the legs and some dirty-ass Timberland boots. And I thought this shit was popping. And to ice it off, I put on a sterling silver cross. And I'm not a religious person, but it just complimented the outfit so well. And I thought I was the coolest thing coming. And I was you wrong. Never, you never wore that to school, did you? I wore that shit to school. When? Like many times. Were we friends? Because I would have clowned. We were friends, yeah. We were I friends. So hard. That's what I'm saying. You were blinded too, because our styles were not great. But the bottom line is it was trash. And that's what I feel like this dude is. I think um I think fashion is out of my realm. And I just explained why. Um sometimes art. And no, no, art in general is, you know, you interpret it and however you feel about it is how you feel about it. And that's the value you place on it. The stuff he's been doing uh, is just like trash. They got on him about the pop smoke thing um, for making that bootleg album cover. Uh, They got on him about the Ikea furniture where he just wrote the word of the item that you're using onto it. And that's supposed to be some deep shit. There's the whole off-white thing. There's the whole, um, what is he? uh, What is it? Gucci? Damn. No. Yeah, so it's one of the big fashion. Whatever the fuck it is, um, they they saw like his little fashion show that he did. It was all trash. Like I I don't know fashion. I know that shit was trash. And the whole Black Lives Matter thing, not to mention where he donated fifty dollars and said he was um all doing right. something, and right. he came out with. <laughs> well, let me just finish this point. And then he came out with a shirt very recently about supporting black businesses, and he's charging four hundred dollars for the shirt. So like, you basically got got paid for one shirt and decided you want to hold on to three hundred fifty dollars and uh, and you toss whatever crumbs you had left to to, the, to this movement. It's um I, I, it's I, nasty. Man. All right, what? so so I'm a, okay. I'm a request for the playlist. Uh, at least one track from the Lupe Lupe EP that came out. Um, yes, 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 uh, yes. Oh, because he's on there, right? He on he there. like does the on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I read a Lupe interview, and he talks about Virgil and House. yeah. 
uh, and um, <laughs> they gave some perspective, especially about the fifty dollar thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to disagree with you. So my thing, whenever it comes to like, like I don't, I don't mind art. I have some friends who went to art school. They tried mm-hmm. to school me on some stuff. Like I've tried to learn more museum memberships and shit they make good dates um mm. you know <laughs> uh but you know so i can i can appreciate that there's a process the same way like we're making this podcast somebody's like wow they're just two black kids talking uh, <laughs> that's how people are going to be sound um but, uh, so I, I don't know it's like I'll, I'll just say it's not for me i also think a lot of people don't know which way is up but mm-hmm. hype is hype is hype. Like look Very true. at Basquiat, look at Warhol, look at all this stuff. It's just like, mm-hmm. what makes this good, right? And that's what makes art so frustrating and whatever. But whenever you come across something that you don't understand, all you got to do, Jay, is go, hmm, <laughs> powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all you got to do. That's all but that's the do. thing. When, when you see somebody, it's different. When you see somebody like, hustling and you know they're hustling when you see these kids um who come up to you and they're like oh you want to support my basketball team um when you see them come up to somebody else you're like ah, i see the hustle i see the hustle like i i get it but when you come to me with that shit it's like who do you think i am? like do you think i'm dumb like <laughs> get your money but yeah, yeah, on, man. yeah next time next time you're on the train when there's enough people on the train and they start doing this shit again they start doing the break dance on the train and your man comes up to you with the hat out asking for money. Just look at him and go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> the, way, the, way, the way the body's moved with the music. <laughs> man. <laughs> I think that's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. Oh no, man. This is this is not going away. This world is this is the new world we're living in. We, it is. Vaccine- oh, that's the other thing. Stop saying that shit. Stop saying, oh, it's the new normal. Like I saw the same TV show you saw. I saw that same news article. Stop using the same shit. Like, come on, like be original. Are you yelling at me? No, 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 not no. <laughs> Everybody I talk to during this time, I'm like, uh, I don't even want to ask how's it going for you because I know how it's going because it's going for me too. But people force you to start these conversations, and and everybody was saying that phrase like, I don't know, man, it's 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 it's, it's the new normal, so we just got to roll with it. Like it's it's shut up, like <laughs> it's weird. Like we we were all getting our information from the same place at the same time, and you realize how many people are just like regurgitating oh. the same shit. Yeah. All the time. No ideas original. That goes on the puzzle. Nah, it's no ideas original. Oh, oh, oh can yeah, we, can we also clown LL Cool J for his uh, <laughs> his, uh, his quarantine and Black Lives Matter tweets, <laughs> where he tweets out pictures of his old albums. <laughs> oh yeah, that was nasty. Um, he tweeted out "Love You Better," the scene where he's in the water for some reason with his shirt off and tied it to to the yeah. That was woo. woo. <laughs> I don't even get that. Yeah. I don't even get that. <sighs> L. It's weird. And that's the interesting thing too. Um, what you realize now, because they talked about how, you know, the entertainment industry industry is at a halt and how there's no new TV and all this stuff. And you realize without content, how empty some of these actors and entertainers are. And then shout out to the writers, uh, shout out to my sister, um, all the people who who write the content that comes out of your favorite actor or actress's mouth, who's really doing the hard work, who they don't get paid the amount that they deserve, but um, man, 
Remember when um, it first happened and you had all these celebrities and they were trying to give out like these words of encouragement from their fucking mansions. Um, Saturday Night Live tried to do some shows and the shows were terrible. The shows were terrible. They tried like they tried to write their own skits and they were bad, like so bad. And it's like, oh, damn, God. man, like, so give the right, like give the writers some money. Come on. Like help them out. Yeah. Oh, oh, for the playlist though, shout out another another soundtrack for the times, Run the Jewels. Shout out shout out Killer Mike, shout out LP Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. let's put some Run the Jewels on uh, on this week's playlist. Okay. Uh got it. Uh yeah. I I guess oh, see, I forgot how we do this. What are we listening to this week? That that's what I was supposed to say before we did that. <laughs> So I got a lot of stuff and I want to, I want to wrap it up. Um, but then I don't know if you want to play everything on here. So I got H town knocking the boots just because, um, <laughs> I feel like some Jaguar white stuff, but it's all tied to the roots. So I don't know if you want to go that route. I got yeah. Erica Badu, the booty because, uh, Jaguar is claiming that that was written about her. Um, so I'm going to put that on there. Talu Kwali, I'm going to put something on there, but I got to put a good with the bad. Oh, and I know I've done brown skin yeah, before, yeah. so I'm not going to put that up there. But should we put up the song that we talked about in the podcast? Are we are we painting him a certain way before all of the uh, just just the jury's out? It would do because it's powerful. People can decide mm-hmm. themselves. Oh. Okay, all right. Um, Gatekeeper, I'm going to put up Jesse Reyes. Uh, Dead presidents. Put some pop water smoke, the roots. Pop smoke on there because I never understood pop smoke. And like, so now that's the thing. I did. I didn't get him as an a whole act but some of those songs they 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 made you feel a certain type of way and i got that energy from that music and um please convince me please I will put that please up. inform me on uh on how this works because <laughs> i don't i mean you gotta you just gotta listen and you'll feel it um but let me put that up there i'll put that up there pop smoke um rest in peace to him um shout out to young people getting money especially in music um but even today i just heard a story about um people who were popping off and I'm not saying that's how Pop Smoke um, passed away, but just like this whole rivalry shit, it's so weird that in rap music, like I know you have to you have to stick to these rivalries um, to the point of death. But and, I mean, um, I guess they had that stuff in like some rock music and stuff, like, but not like U2 was going hard after the police. You know what I mean? Like Bono, yeah. Bono thing wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like blood feud. You know, <laughs> like it was just like mild annoyance, but um. Yeah, you know, it's it's unfortunately it's not like a new story, but like one rapper said one thing about another rapper and got caught out there and got caught up. And um, Pop Smoke, you know, that they said that that was a home invasion and it was like planned and everything. And he was set up and his address was tweeted out. I think we talked about that before this whole thing started. But um, these rappers are too young and making too much money and being successful to be caught up in some shit that they were caught up in before. Well, what have we learned this week? I, I this was I, we're gonna have to cut this into two. Probably I'm too lazy. I don't want to do that. This is, this is what happens when you don't record for five months. Uh, yeah, we won't what? have shit next week. Just so. <laughs> we won't have shit till 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did we learn this week? We learned that uh, wash your damn hands and stop acting like I just learned. You just learned that I existed. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Both things. So.
hospital. What else did we learn? <laughs> um, <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> uh, we learned that Jay does not respect uh, professional uh, adult uh, performers enough to pay them for their craft. I do. I like that raw uncut though. And if I messed around with those other sites, maybe I would. But I like a I like a wholesome sort of porn. You know? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> you made it weird. Um, what else did we learn? We learned that um, there's no new music out. So artists, you ain't doing shit. So, you know, make some damn music. Um, we learned that BET can make a successful award show when there's a pandemic going on. Pandemic. Exactly. Um, we learned. Shout out. Oh, oh God. I was going to say we learned and we already knew uh, that our boy from overseas is our boy from overseas and um shout out to him one more time cheerio and thanks for listening thanks for listening cheerio whatever <laughs> uh we learned that um shit what was i gonna say i don't know okay we learned something oh uh shout out to uh quarantine rapidly aging us um making mm-hmm. like Christelle, uh, mm-hmm. or i don't know who stressful times who stressful like, times yeah who's your celebrity doppelganger who do you look like? Celebrity doppelganger. You know what? Um, the cover of Ludacris's first album, Incognito. That is true. You have a little bit of a Luda look. I, I, I've gotten that. Um, better looking, of course. But on the cover of that album, it's a cartoon drawing. It was supposed to be him. That's the closest thing I've ever seen to me on anything. So, you know, ladies... There was, there was one point in my life, you knew this, where I looked like Akineli, the rapper. Yes. Uh, there was that yes. one album cover. I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? Uh, but now I look like he just helped us. So like, um, dramatic transformation. Dramatic. Uh, like him making, <laughs> acting like he has a Baltimore accent. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jim. I'm watching that now again, too, actually. Oh, shout out to Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jim. Uh, um, today's her birthday. I think I mentioned that already five months. So happy birthday, I guess. Is that a birthday? Happy month day. I don't know. She doesn't know. So whatever. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Yeah. Congratulations to bringing in uh, some joy in this uh, fucked up time in the universe. So I'm just doing my part. Just doing my part. Yeah. We're trying our best to tell the white people to make it okay by the time she gets older. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, and a fuck you to um, HBO Go. Excuse me. HBO for taking off HBO Go. Well, now it's on HBO Max. Max. It's the same thing. I know, but I can't get that shit on my TV, so, you know. What's What type of TV do you have? What the fuck you can't get on your TV? Just like Chromecast. I, so it's an LG... T- uh, now we're going to go into detail. <laughs> this is a weird ending, but um, it's an LG TV, and it has the browser in it, but you can't update the browser to match the capabilities and requirements of HBO Max. So what I have to do is set up a little dongle to my HDMI That's to get it back my TV, but now I'm attached to the TV, so how can I really be mobile with my mobile HBO if I'm tied to my TV? So that's the problem. And um, they could have just left it up there, but they didn't. So fuck HBO. Oh, but shout out to HBO because I just saw a documentary that was pretty good. It was called um, Showbiz Kids. And oh, yeah. it's about, uh, it was good. It was a really good show. I would never put my kid in show business before this, but afterwards, man, like every, from what they said, every male actor who was like a child actor who made it through is fucked up. Yeah. And Hollywood is fucked up. Uh, oh, we learned Hollywood was fucked up. And the entertainment industry was fucked up. We already knew that too. We already knew that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a hell of an ending. Um, I know, I know. Uh, 
It's got to be something more positive to end it on. Uh, oh, we talked about that guy with the ACL. <laughs> All needs matter. All needs matter. Um, um, what's positive? Positive is we're still here. Um, we're still, we're still able to do this podcast. We we're are, still, we you know, making income. And, we are blacker yeah. than ever. We are prouder than ever. Um, we are, <laughs> the joke I made, uh, people like, oh, are you going to go to any of the protests? I'm like, no, I'm too, I'm too busy out here being one of the good ones so that you have something to protest for. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I still don't give a fuck. I will say what I say, and it's up to you to hear it. And mm-hmm. I actually got some feedback at work. <laughs> fucking get fired. Um, where like I understand what my boss was trying to say, but he was essentially saying that like I need to be a little bit more political in how I responded to some stuff and like you, and like a company. What do you mean you need to be more political? How so? As you can imagine, as being the senior ranking black person at my company, and I'm mm-hmm. not that senior. Um, mm-hmm. And I also work in the function I work in. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the shit that happened the past few months, like I spoke on it and I spoke on it on behalf of the company, but I also was like, I'm also speaking to you as a man of color. Um, and people were saying some stuff and I was just like giving them real answers. Cause as you know, I hate those bullshit political answers. It's like, thank you. We're looking into it. And it's just like, yeah, they suck. That's it's, it's like yeah. act like people can think for themselves. Yeah. But when you do that, some people don't like what you say. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I think my boss came from a good place, but he was like, you know, maybe, you know, you just hear people out. And I was just like, yes, I hear that. But when I hear those answers, I think there's something going on that you're not saying. So yeah. like, I would rather give people a little bit more. And, yeah. you know, I sat with it because it's like, all right, I can be like, keep it real. Like, it's not about that. It's about like, mm-hmm. all right, how can I be effective mm-hmm. in this environment? How can I be authentic and effective? And what I've come down to is like, yo, the experiment of my life. Is I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the black man in the Yankees fitted, like who says what who says it like it is, mm-hmm. and I'm also competent and smart, and mm-hmm. like, y'all can't deal with that. That's on you. But I also realize like that might limit some of my shit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people don't want to handle that, mm-hmm. and that's cool because mm-hmm. I will go to my grave at the age of seventy two point two with the <laughs> conscious. True. So, uh, it is halftime of our lives, and uh, oh, I'm going to enjoy the second half. Fuck it. <laughs> play, to, play to win. Don't play to lose. <laughs> keep it real, yeah. Keep it keep it realer than real. Um, That's a positive note. It's a positive. We started with that, and I forgot. Here's another positive note. Um, Shout out to the racists who out themselves. Shout I think that's a positive thing. Themselves. Yeah. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for warning me. And then thank you for your... <laughs> documentation of your downfall because that's that's like the sweetest the sweetest uh put the robes in the laundry mat and just be yourself <laughs> let your hair down let your hair down put on your blue lives matter mask underneath your neck because you're an american uh and just let us know how you really feel oh man i see you with the mask i see you <laughs> you see me Shit. even you bringing that up just makes me mad it makes me so tight because i see it oh my God. And they're the ones who don't get the corona. I'm saying, like, you have the mask on underneath your nose. It's not, y'all don't What sense does that make? Works. Like, wow. Deep. All right. We don't know when we're doing this again. We may do this again soon. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully this will, uh, this will remind folks. Uh, microaggressive industries still exist. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of ideas. We don't have time to do all them all. Uh, yeah, but that it. OnlyFans uh, review site, though, that's that's serious, though. So if you want to fund us, anybody out there, I'll, I'll you know, seriously, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, we got probably got banned in a few households tonight. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, stay safe, like on the real, man. Like you too. Family safe and. Uh, Get into the new normal. <laughs> we'll do ya. <laughs> One. One.